0: morning, we are a vulgarity-filled, sometimes offensive, spoilers-based podcast. And while we make no apologies for the chaotic mess which we call a podcast, much like that drunken uncle at your family reunion, we will have deep-seated regrets in the morning. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us, and remember, you have been warned. Welcome to another episode of Cinematic Anarchy, and this is actually going to be the inaugural edition of Wild Shit Wednesdays, a... Supplementary podcast for us where we're gonna sit down and shoot the shit about just truly fucking weird movies. I am your co-host, El Hefe.
1: My name is Skake Fogg. I'm also the co-host, and I'm very, very glad to be here today.
0: Okay. And at some point I'm hoping to get you a little less tense. I can, oh, you feel tense. It's alright. It's alright. I will I just I don't want people to think that I just Drag some random person in here and just like you you're gonna talk no you're no, gonna no. talk okay. I, get I get it okay okay it's all right it's all right it's just like your first time really sitting down and doing this and we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth and there's gonna be a lot so skig here is he's he's our new co-host and we're gonna just kind of we're gonna put him through the ringer and i put him through the ringer because the first fucking film he gets to watch with us and discuss is trauma is a trauma film is the wonderful story of melvin the mop boy Talk the Toxic Avenger, the Toxic Avenger, and if you want to have a, to start with like a weird fucking movie, this is some weird, weird, I, I weird think, shit.
1: I think this was some of the most epitome of weird I've ever seen.
0: Okay, Regarding this is the epitome movie. of weird. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Melvin the Mop Boy, the story of Melvin the Mop Boy, the Tromaville Health Club Mop Boy, who inadvertently and naively. Trust the hedonistic, contemptuous, and vain health club members to the point of accidentally ending up in a vat of toxic waste. I don't want to... Okay, I'm just reading the storyline bullshit that they have on IMDb. I mean, fucking well-written, but he did not accidentally end up in that vat of toxic waste. They ran after him, and his only escape was diving headfirst through a pane of glass and into the toxic waste. Yeah...
1: (laughs) I don't see how that's, like... First of all, that should hurt your head unless you're covering it with
0: with your arms. Even even so, that's going to fucking hurt. I think the glass cuts might have been the least of his fucking worries. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. First of all, he did dive with his hands over his head out the okay, window. He didn't okay. just dive head I first. I didn't see his uh, where you his know? hands were. This wasn't a Superman dive. You know, this was. <laughs> you know, this was him going head first, hands over his head, and into the vat, and. Uh, even if he did get cut up, like, arms, head, the bleeding, I think that... I think
1: that the waste wouldn't
0: have... I'm sure that the toxic waste burnt it away. Whatever cutscene he surely, might have had. Surely. I mean, you know, that's probably where his eye got displaced a little bit, you know. One eye slumped down here, one up there. Uh, I believe while we were watching these, you said that he uh, reminded you quite a bit of Sloth from the <laughs> yeah, Goonies. Yeah, Sloth
1: from uh, the Goonies.
0: With, with the exception of the fact, like, he started out with this weird kind of... Just slightly on the other side of puberty, voice as as Melvin, and then he turns into the Toxic Avenger, and all of a sudden, I'm talking like this, you know, and, and the
1: f- typical Superman kind of voice, right? Stereotyp- you ever- stereotypical. I mean,
0: what what Superman have you been watching? I because I some don't know of, that
1: some of the more older ones. Uh, that was I
0: think I started watching them like earlier on. Actually, not Superman, but have you ever watched Mighty Mouse? There's no need to... Nope, it's Underdog, I'm thinking. Oh! There's no need to fear. That's what I'm thinking Underdog of. No, is here.
1: Superman. Jesus. Yes. Underdog. God, yes, it's Underdog.
0: It's been too long. Goddamn. And um, now I've got Danger Mouse stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> I... I've got all these fucking cartoons just floating through my head for no reason. Ne- next just... thing
1: you'll know, you'll be thinking of, like, Johnny Test in- into, like, some, like, powerful
0: girl, then move on. I'm 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 sorry, sir. <laughs> I, I, I need to remind you, you're sitting across the way from a guy that's at least twice as old as you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> when I'm thinking of cartoons, like, my brain is back in, like, old-school Nickelodeon, Hanna-Barbera. You're talking about stuff from, like... Slightly newer school Nickelodeon for me stuff that, that, that is on me. My bad. You know, like <laughs> Serenity and Ben grew up with. Not me. I I grew <laughs> up with some other stuff. Uh, I am I am old as dirt. There's gray here for a reason. It's just there, <laughs> and it's partially because I've watched this film at least six or seven times in my lifetime at this point. Trauma, trauma was my thing growing up. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman is the fucking man. Like he is the guy. That when I was growing up, I realized how much money he was putting into his films, and I thought to myself, I could make a movie. This guy made me believe I could make a movie for as little as he was putting into that shit. And I never did. I never made a movie even once. I've got screenwriting software on the computer that we're recording this on, Mm -hmm. right? You know how much that screenwriting software cost me?
1: Uh, I'm going to guess maybe 50, 60, 70 bucks, maybe.
0: Man, that, that would have been cheap. Wow. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred. I don't $300. know. Three hundred dollars. I don't
1: know like the the original price for stuff like
0: that is. <laughs> Final draft screenwriting software I've spent a little over three hundred dollars on. Okay, let me let me reiterate. $150 for this version, $150 for the last version that I used that I didn't do anything with. It sits there because I am like I'm doing with this podcast. I am a guy that is motivated by other people. So if somebody sits down and writes with me, I will fucking write all day long however if nobody's there to write with me i got nobody to motivate me to keep me going keep me going you know i'm, I'm sitting here just looking at a screen by myself because i have to have people to bounce shit off of that's why Absolutely. we have so much fun doing the little uh the little um pitch storms at the end of the podcasts we pitch things back to each other we we like to have things we just bounce things off of each other and i'm actually losing my mental faculties as we speak right now. You can hear me tripping over my tongue. Just A little da, bit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it happens. It happens. This is early. So, this is one of the biggest films to come out of Trome Entertainment, to the point that they're actually remaking it right now, with Peter Dinklage, of all people, in the Melvin the Mop Boy lead. Peter Dinklage. They've, I've got to watch this now. Like, if they keep true to the trauma stuff, if they're just as vulgar, if they're just as crude, I'm gonna love it. Like, just as crude with a higher budget, it's got to be brilliant. I hope. I hope. Uh, am I, I? I'm just. We're not. We're we're not talking here. What's going on? I'm talking. i I'm, I'm trying to like,
1: like think of like where to start with this movie because there's nowhere to start
0: with this movie. <laughs> there's no start. There's no end. It was just. You said this to me. When we were watching it, it was just one what-the-fuck moment after what-the-fuck moment after <laughs> yeah. what-the-fuck moment. <laughs> you know? From from the head-first dive into the... the, the That's the big, first really big one, is that head-first dive into the vat uh, of toxic waste. And then you move on to... Oh, no, I guess the first big one would have been the uh, hit-and-run guys. The two lead oh, bad guys. Yeah. The hit-and-run men. so
1: ridiculous.
0: That was like a uh, slug and bozo, slug and bozo. I that's...
1: I do feel like they were they were lacking on names in that in that section.
0: Actually, I think bozo and slug kind of worked for their personalities. I mean, slug was really a fucking slug, and bozo was, you know, <laughs> he was a little cuckoo.
1: Maybe uh, not a little. That's that's an understatement. Yeah,
0: you know, slap a red nose on him, and he's a fucking sadistic clown. That's all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then you had their two girls that apparently, apparently, were continuously turned on by these uh, hit and run murders that were uh, being perpetrated by Bozo and Slug.
1: Towards like the uh, middle of the uh, wasn't the middle of the movie uh, that she started to like fucking play with herself and looking at the pictures. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah,
0: no, that okay. That's <sighs> I don't even know where to go with that. I really don't. All I can
1: say is that it's messed up and disgusting.
0: It's trauma. Trauma, yeah. This is this is mild compared to some of their other stuff. You'll see. Let me I just, look forward to it. Let me just put it this way. We have watched some trauma films in the past. Nico will no longer watch trauma movies with me. Zef, who used to be on the podcast, doing about what we're doing right now, he won't answer my texts anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay
0: actually i'm putting him on the spot he will answer my texts if i but the, the thing is is that if we're going to record he wants to record like this okay he doesn't want to do the stuff that we do online and we're just now getting back to this Zoom call stuff but uh no he won't he won't fucking zoom call he won't facetime he won't do any of that shit Jeez. which is fine I get it. Some people have a preference. It's understandable. It's a preference. It's it's a social thing. You have a couple of drinks with a couple of buddies. I don't have any drinks here. I got my, my liquid death seltzer water. That's what I got.
1: I, I just finished my drink.
0: <laughs> right, yes. Yours is in my trash back there. <laughs> uh, which is fine. You can As long as you're not littering in the middle of my living no, room. I'm, I'm Christ, good. No,
1: okay. Jesus, no.
0: So this whole film starts off. It revolves around the interactions between slug and... And Bozo, their girlfriends, Julie, and the other girl who masturbates to Polaroids of these people that uh, they all kill. Uh, I don't remember her name. I don't, but that's fine by me because it's one of those things Like I can remember Julie because she didn't go over the line of disgusting with me. And like, I can remember Bozo and Slug because they didn't really go over the line. But the girl who masturbates in the sauna to the pictures of the kid that had just died, that was a little over the line for me. And so I'm sitting here going, you know what? I don't even want to fucking know your name. We're we're done. Our (coughs) relationship here, it's over. You know, I was just like, "There's tits," but I I, I don't have anything going on here because that's it, she's doing something that makes me makes me very worried for my sanity. <sighs>
1: I think to to make that a little somewhat uh, way worse actually is that she was the one that like took part in that murder as well.
0: They all took part in it. Yeah, it, they all, all took four part in it. It was it was a it was like a Grand Theft Auto kind of thing or a death sport kind of. You, have you ever seen is uh was it a Death Race 2000? Have you ever seen that? It rings a bell. Not the new one. We're g- okay, I'm going to have to show you the old Death Race 2000 with David Carradine and Sylvester Stallone. You'll appreciate it. The new one was the Jason Statham thing and it just didn't have the fun and campiness of the old BS. Mm-hmm. Uh it really felt like a trauma flick. Mm-hmm. That that old film. Yeah. So you will. It, we will get to that. Trust me. <laughs> a lot,
1: a lot of it. A lot of the movie, uh, as as you stated, was a lot of what the fuck. Um, something that <laughs> that did remind me of um uh, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory moment is, was when uh Merlin uh, suddenly Merlin came, yeah when he came uh okay hold out, on I'm
0: gonna stop you for just a minute. Marvin,
1: Marvin. Sorry, Merlin. Merlin. Fuck?
0: Um. Woo, okay, uh, we've gone from Toxic Avenger to Arthur and the uh, Knights of the Round Table. Here, um, they did not make a cameo. Let's move past that. <laughs> Just...
1: Where where Marvin stands up out of the tub and uh, his chest is kind of like pumping a little bit, and I don't know. It's all black and
0: fucking. I don't know where I'm going with this at this point. I'm trying. To, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, see, so, you've confused me because you said I felt like this is a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory so, moment. No, and so
1: his, his shirt looked look darker. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: His shirt looked... Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I am, I'm still trying to figure out where the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory never, connection came Never mind. Came ignore,
1: ignore my stupidity.
0: <laughs> you know what, my friend? You're going to be very sad when I tell you this, but I rarely do any editing, so that's going to stay in there. Oh, that's boy! That's going to stay in there. So
1: I can't wait for the embarrassment.
0: So... So remind yourself to check things up here yep. before, because I'll be honest with you: if you're gonna say it's said we had a Charlie and the totally in the Chocolate Factory moment here when this he man. started rising out of the tub and his pecs started going boom, 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 <laughs> I thought to myself, Charlie, you seem so familiar. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now you're making assumptions. I'm well I gotta figure out I'm, you know I'm gonna be sitting here all night. Move,
1: I'm moving past that at this point. I'm gonna be sitting here disturbing.
0: all night trying to figure out where you were going there. <laughs> you haven't been drinking, right? You, no, 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 I don't I don't drink, Jesus. What was in that cup of soda that you had here? <laughs> So was All like I can a, tell you is there's sugar like, in there. I mean, I, I saw something that looked like Cherry Sprite. Was there a little vodka in there? I mean, what were you doing? Now you're making more assumptions. I'm, I'm making some kind of... i got to figure out where point A connects to point B. <laughs> I uh, just poured this, the drink in
1: That, that was the one wine. of
0: my favorite parts of the movie, though. I'll be I'll be honest. That that part where the- he... And it, Oh, and by the way, we don't have any soundproofing here, so you will hear the loud-ass fucking cars of the people that live around cars me. And There's nothing to do to get past that. So, And I'm also making a lot of hand gestures, which nobody can see but myself, so I'm just humoring me and Skig right here across from me. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I personally don't mind it. I thought that was one of the funnier parts of the movie where he is getting out of the tub and he's making all these noises and then
1: the mother's outside the door are like are you okay clearly fucking not
0: Melvin are you okay I said Marvin it's Melvin I even fucked up you said Merlin I said Marvin it's fucking Melvin <laughs> And I don't edit. I don't edit. So it's going to stay there. Okay. So Melvin, Melvin. Melvin's mom is out there and he's like, she's like, Melvin, are you okay? And he's just in there groaning and moaning. And then finally the voice changes and he turns into the toxic Avenger and he's like, and she's like, my boy, he just hit puberty. And it's like, oh my God. How does that work?
1: How do you just assume... Oh.
0: Right. All that moaning and groaning, and then his voice deepens. I think she thought he was jacking off in the bathroom. And she was proud. She was proud. I didn't even
1: think about that
0: part. I think that's what was happening there. I think she thought he was jacking off in the bathroom, and then his voice changed. She's like, oh my god, puberty, it's over, you know. Which is... I mean, you saw what Melvin looked like beforehand. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess as a mom, I would probably be going, I hope he grows out of this. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I, I really do. I think something that made no sense was how exactly, how deep does someone's voice have to be to suddenly be like high pitch and suddenly just so deep of their uh, the voice change? The deep voice change is just absolutely insane. I'm... <laughs> I'm confusing at this point. You're
0: confu- are, are you confusing me, or are you confusing I'm you? I'm confusing.
1: I feel like I'm confusing the both of us.
0: Okay. Hey, no nervousness here. With just it's just us, us in a microphone. <laughs> All the the audience comes afterwards. As long as they like how we talk with each other, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I can I can count our our current audience in the tens. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody that's listening.
1: I'm not exactly going to be talking about the
0: Nazis like this guy in the movie. Oh, yes. The, uh, the, uh, was it the captain? The, the, the poli- captain of
1: the, um. The police
0: captain that's obviously a Nazi through the entire thing, saluting, you know, the Nazi salute, and he clicks his heels together, and he refers to the, the mayor as mein Führer, you know, I mean, my oh, mayor. God. <laughs> I
1: couldn't, I couldn't tell what was more annoying, the fact that he was saluting like the Nazis, or, or just the fact. Mm, God. A, a lot of...
0: Was there another part there?
1: No, I... <laughs> I'm trying to, like, put into words. I don't know. I think the whole thing where it's, like... God, it was... Bu- it's just
0: bugging you can, me. You can salute like that all you want. You can throw that hand in the air, but nobody can see it on this, so you gotta use your words. I don't know. <laughs> just... Something about it was bugging me where he just put his hand up about it. Well, yeah, like you said, it was the Nazi thing. It was... It, again, trauma is... They're low budget. Mm-hmm. All of their movies are way down here budget-wise. So what they have to do to compete with the guys that are up here is they have to pull no punches, basically. They, they, they go hard with the TNA and, and the offensive material. You know, you got people running over kids on bikes in this movie, and you have people saluting like a fucking Nazi. They made fun of cross-dressers in this. There wasn't even an entire thing where Julie is whispering in her boyfriend's ear before she hits the kid on the bike where she is listing off every nationality by whatever the worst racial slur you could think of for them at the time was. Yeah. Just listing them off, one by one, one by one, one by one, you I know?
1: Th- I don't even think I knew what a couple of those words were.
0: I unfortunately know them all. <laughs> I I know them all. I, I'm so proud of you, <laughs> I am, I am not proud of me, for knowing which race and/or nationality each and every one of those slurs happen to go with. It just is a product of the family that I grew up in. Oh God! I yeah, yes. I, yeah. There was
1: there was only uh, one word and in, in, on that list that I understood, and it's only because everyone says it.
0: Right. Well. Well, every. Everyone that is allowed to say it says it. Yes. And then some people that shouldn't say it, say it. My brother. I won't say it. I will not say it. I, I... There is nothing... There is no... Nothing in my skin or my soul that makes me feel that I could say that word and not feel... Well, horrible for saying it. I don't know. I, I don't know that I should feel horrible for it. I just know that it's not terribly... It's not a terribly good word, and I don't even like it when other people use it. So...
1: I, I I feel the same as well. Like per- personally, I hate the word by itself. I think it's when people say it. It's just it, it, it's like a lightning bolt that strikes right through my head.
0: You know, I'm going to I'm just going we're going to move on from the racial yes, slur slash, thing please, please. before my my old white ass trips into a hole that I can't get out of. <laughs> we're just going to move past that. No more there were racial slurs, there's people acting Let's like Nazis the in the movies. Rich. We'll move we'll move on. We'll move on. So the entire beginning of the movie, we have, we have the, the introduction of the hit-and-run killers, which is the group of four that torture Melvin to the point that he dives out the window into the vat of acid, where he becomes the Toxic Avenger. And uh, they handled that beautifully. Like, I like what they did with his mom, where she sees him for the first time after his change. He's like, Mom! And she locks him out of the house. <laughs> and he has to live out the rest of his days in a toxic waste dump.
1: And then la- later on, at the end of the movie, she's just like, I, I'm gonna protect my, my baby boy and shit like that.
0: <laughs> you can't do that to my baby boy. Leave my baby boy alone. And I'm like the entire time. Mom locked him out of the house to the point where he has to live in a, he has to live in a toxic waste dump Let or alo- in a tent in the middle of a field. <laughs> Let alone, she wasn't even gonna bother looking for him. I got news for you. She saves. She she stands in front of the bullets at the end of this movie. When you move on to the next ones, it doesn't get better. He's still living in the dump. He didn't move back home with Mama. He's living at a toxic waste dump. I mean, Uh, albeit if he has a particularly engaging dream, we'll say. He may burn through his sheets. But I still think that he can turn that off and on. Because at certain points...
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He was able to use the heat, but his girlfriend's able to touch him. Like, she should have been melted.
1: Absolutely. Because it's like... There's obviously that sex scene. uh, And he should have at least... Burned her like to a crisp.
0: He should have. Well, the, not just the sex scene. There, there was there was dancing. There's embraces. Th- there was there's choking kissing as well. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there was several scenes where he's using his hand and his body, but the burning part only seems to happen in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So it's like a power that he's supposed to maybe be able to turn on and off. I guess. Like he only uses it when he wants to use it. I guess. I don't know. We're going to take a couple of moments to just sit here and uh, we're going to let our sponsors speak for themselves and then we will go ahead and come back and uh, talk a little bit more about whatever the fuck this is we just watched. (laughs) All right. Once again, thank you for sitting here and listening to whoever happens to be selling what in the middle of our podcast. We're looking for more people to sell the things in the middle here because more people selling the things in the middle mean a little bit more money. And... uh, Lord knows we need better equipment, much like the people at Trauma Entertainment. That being said, we're going to go ahead and continue to shoot the shit about the shit, which is this shit. <laughs> uh, <coughs> it is. Uh, we're, we're partway into the movie here. We're, we, we haven't really discussed a whole lot. We haven't really yeah. gotten down to the brass tacks or everything, but I do want to say that while we we're taking a very brief break... An epiphany came over here to skig he remembered what he was trying to say
1: yeah um so basically what i was trying to um compare the scene where he uh, hopped out of the tub was when augustus gloop in the cho- charlie and the chocolate factory fell into the river of chocolate and that's what that reminded me of okay which
0: i don't know I, why <laughs> i feel like maybe a little bit more like the when when uh he dove into the vat of toxic acid would seem a little bit more like that. Maybe. I mean, I, I've i seen the recent one. Maybe, I, I don't know. Does he float around in the chocolate a little bit? Kind of... Uh, yeah, and then he
1: floats towards the tube or whatever.
0: And then he gets sucked up the tube and he gets stuck and this pressure and this yep, pressure yep. and this pressure and then he gets blown up that way. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so, okay, I can kind of understand yeah, I now. Think,
1: I think we're going to throw that, throw that out
0: now. <laughs> right. Well still, we're going to toss that to the side because, I mean, I'm still having trouble seeing that a It's so ridiculous, that's why. (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm going to have to get a second TV and I'm just going to play those two scenes like side by side and just be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Toxic Avenger. Chocolate Factory, Toxic Avenger. Eh, maybe not. No. Anyway, moving on. uh... I think uh,
1: there was was that one scene uh, that was like, why did you do that?
0: So... There's a lot of scenes like that. Let's be <laughs> more specific. Um,
1: so basically, dur- during that moment where he. Uh, Mer- Merlin, what the fuck? Merlin? Ma- Mar- ma- Marvin.
0: Nope. Ma- Mervin. Ma- Marvin. Movin. Mama, <laughs> mama. Mama, mama. Melvin. Melvin, Melvin. Melvin, excuse me. Melvin.
1: Melvin went into the restaurant to stop the three guys uh, from basically robbing the place and killing any more people. That scene where he grabbed that guy that looked basically like Two-Face at that point. Okay. Um, he was about to throw him, but the guy had his tongue out for some reason as he was throwing him. What's that about?
0: Okay, so that was... uh, I'm not trying to remember the name of the character itself, but that was Patrick Kilpatrick's character. Probably the only person with a... I want to say even B-level. Uh, that was Leroy. Leroy, Patrick Kilpatrick. He was a a B-level star. He's got a lot of stuff that he's done throughout the the 80s, the 90s, even recently. He's been in a ton of shit. But he's always been, like, co-star or, like, a character within a movie or, like, a co-star on a television show. But he's done a shitload. Uh, Which is not something you can say for a lot of the characters within this movie. Sure. Uh, In general, that's one of the things that I liked about Troma is that they've actually brought some truly amazing actors and directors into the the limelight. People that have had things to do with their movies, like James Gunn was a director for them at one point. The guy that did the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Mm. Um, And, of course, his brother, Sean Gunn, has starred in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies as well as, uh, as my wife will remember... Or uh, remind me on a continual basis uh, the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> so yeah. Uh,
1: um, something. <laughs> I want to jump towards the end of the movie.
0: That whole scene. That whole scene, by the way, it was literally as we were saying one what the fuck moment to what the fuck moment from from Leroy pointing the shotgun at the kid to to them talking about the teeny boppers to them bending a blind girl over the table after they killed the seeing eye dog. I, <laughs> that oh god oh, i can't even this was that thing that they do is that they are not big budgets. so what they've got to do is they've got to pull out the humor they got to pull out the offensive they got to pull out the gore and they all three of them hit hard in that scene mm-hmm. the offensive, of the gore and the humor just
1: that that's ridiculous that's stupid
0: Wow. No, not stupid. Not None of that was stupid. No, 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 like
1: the hilarious kind of stupid. Oh, yeah.
0: No, it was, it was outright blatantly racist. <laughs> I mean, I think even the black guy was playing a racist stereotype of himself.
1: Oh, yeah. I noticed that, too. That was so
0: freaking weird. That was uh, that was pretty fucking weird, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: jumping towards the end of the movie, <laughs> don't you think that um,
0: pointing a tank at... The um Oh really that, the end that, of the that one person was a bit overkill? Pointing n- not just one tank. You you forget. There was two tanks. Oh, I didn't see the second tank. There was a tank on either side, barrels pointed at the tent. <laughs> there was an entire U line of soldiers too deep with guns pointed, and then there was various rednecks in the crowd with their weapons just kinda Who are you not pointing? To, not to mention an audience. I'm sorry, sir, you Seven rows back. You realize you have to point your gun through eight people before you get to the Toxic Avenger? Like, what are you... Are you going to shoot through all of them just to get to him? Why are you standing back there? (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. There's a lot of blatant stupidity in this movie. Like, things that just didn't look right, didn't feel right, definitely were what you would call plot holes, but you can't consider them that for trauma movies because it is blatant what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not making movies to just, you know, wow, that multi-million dollar budget. They're not making movies for people that want to go go to the theaters and see these massive films. They're making movies for themselves. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love what I did with this. And if you love it too, fantastic. That's what they were all about. Uh, but they also knew that to make any money, they had to make it something that people went, whoa, what? What, what is that? Why? why? Oh, oh, <laughs> ew. jeez, Oh, come on, stop. Oh. And there was okay. a lot of that in Yeah, there. absolutely. There was a lot.
1: I think that, that one scene where um, the guy was laying on his stomach and... And lifting his legs, that that machine—I forget what that one's called—the drug dealer, the yeah.
0: the uh the health club drug dealer. Yeah, he um, it's just a leg curl machine. Yeah, the leg curl. That's curls, all it is. Me.
1: The way his death worked made no sense. At least to me, it didn't.
0: This young man's young man. Okay, not young man. Not so young middle-aged, man. fat Italian man. I'm assuming Italian. I might be making. See, look, Stereotypical
1: this, Italian We were guy. talking
0: about racial slurs earlier, and now I'm starting to trip down stereotype lane. <laughs> <sighs> this is this movie seems to be all about stereotypes,
1: so I think we should, we can go down that lane all we can. I
0: mean, I can go down that lane. That doesn't mean that I want to perpetuate any of that shit. No, Just, no. Anyway, the guy that he was basically this kind of creepy coke snorting drug dealer that was dealing like syringes of stuff and bags of cocaine to people. Yeah, let, let alone snorting
1: cr- uh, crack off his fucking hand. Uh,
0: c- probably coke, not crack.
1: Yeah, coke. Excuse me.
0: I don't know. I don't know that you can snort crack. I think the I think the whole point of crack is that it's a rock. I I don't. I'm know. Not gonna say what I was going to say. I <laughs> you could. I mean. I've seen porno movies. You can snort crack. Just not that kind. Ah, I- uh, okay. <laughs> um,
1: moving anyway. On. Moving on. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay, moving on. That's-
1: <laughs> so, um, something else that s- s- felt like it wasn't supposed to be as it was, was
0: when Marvin, Marvin? Not Marvin. melvin melvin Melvin. i knew it was with an m e (laughs) that was my fault i fucking said marvin earlier i corrected you i went it's not merlin it's marvin i said it was such (laughs) fucking conviction we keep messing this up and i was wrong i was dead wrong i'm looking at it i was like melvin fuck i'm an idiot okay so
1: so when mervin was running back to mervin
0: um, (sighs) okay we're gonna take two seconds to breathe
1: (gasps) so melvin melvin Uh, tried to run back
0: to um, his wife, right? Girlfriend? I believe so. Girlfriend, the blind girl.
1: Yeah. I feel like it was supposed to be one of those moments where uh, they're supposed to run towards each other in slow motion, but she fell down, and he
0: was stuck in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they went for that slow motion. I love you. I love you. I'm a little stuck here. I'm on my face. Okay, well... (laughs) that didn't work out as romantic as we would have liked it to. I thought we were still back on the guy on the leg curl machine about his head getting crushed like a Fabergé egg.
1: Oh yeah, cuz depending on how much weight that thing was holding, it that could easily crush that person's skull easily and then the the pole like piercing through like the mouth completely.
0: Most weight machines their plates go in 15 pound increments. I think even for the leg curl machine, it might be five pound increments. But I, I, assuming that it's a 15 pound incre- increment, then there was about four plates. That's about 60 pounds worth of, of steel. Oh damn! Uh, actually, it looked like five. Was this was it four? It, I, I think it was. I think it was like four plates. Even if it was five, that's 75 pounds worth of weight. It's being it's it's metal with a Spike basically through it, just about being lifted. First of all, the the way that machine was designed in general was asking for all sorts of fucking accidents. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the way that they have the they have it, basically, so you have to lay down anybody that's even a little bit tall. If they slip forward just a little bit, it's going to get cracked in the head by the plates alone. Cracked let alone in the
1: head, the leg, something.
0: That had to have been like a redesign at some point, because as far as I know, they don't make machines that look like that anymore. I've been to... uh, Planet Planet Fitness. I was going to say Planet Hollywood. (laughs) Planet Hollywood. I sat down at one of the tables, started lifting weights. They asked me to fucking leave because you're supposed to eat at Planet Hollywood. I went next door to Planet Fitness. where you are supposed to lift the fucking weights? (laughs) Like a jackass. And, uh... None of the machines are designed like that. Like A lot of the weights are like sitting here to your right, yep. and you have free space in front of you and back. You can't drop a fucking weight on your head. It doesn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you're not in danger of cracking your skull like a Fabergé egg. First of all, kudos to the practical effects. Mm-hmm. But when you're making a fake skull, you got to make it just a little bit thicker and more believable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that literally, when it broke, it looked like an egg. It looked like plaster. It didn't look like it was, you know. Mm -hmm. But I get you have to work within your budget. You can't make anything thicker because maybe you ruined all that plaster when you had the kid run over. You know? We don't have enough for this guy. You know, he's got a bigger skull than the kid, but we really did it up with the kid.
1: That that one scene, which I will never understand, when he had the sunglasses and the hat on suddenly... (gasps)
0: What was that Okay, this was part of, like, different montages that they were doing in there. And he just, he was wearing a hat and sunglasses and what looked like, it looked looked like like a coat. You know what? Now that I think about it, it looked like he was wearing, have you ever seen Magnum P.I.? It looked like he was wearing Magnum P.I.'s outfit with the glasses and the hat and the shirt. And he was just ripping it off. Which I guess back then, Magnum P.I. might have still been a pretty big thing. I guess. Oh, my stomach is just growling. I am sorry if that came over the audio, but my stomach—I just... Uh, I slightly heard it. <laughs> while we, while we were before we even did this today, we sat down and uh, we're not sponsored by them, but we had a little bit of Little Caesars pizza, and uh, I decided two slices wasn't enough. I had to go for half a pie, and uh, well, my stomach right now is telling me that I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, it hates me. Uh, so right now my stomach's kicking like I got twins. Oh God! And uh, yeah, it's not good. I'm 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 in for a hell of a night. Yeah, uh, you, know, <laughs> you stay out of the bathroom, guys. Just trust me. That's trust so me disgusting. on this. <laughs> well, I, I'm honest. I'm an honest guy. No, right? that's
1: not a bad thing.
0: You just called me disgusting, and that's not a no, bad no, thing. No, 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 no. D- disgusting is a think- compliment I- from you, huh? <laughs> No,
1: I think something ju- was just put in my mind, and I was just like, well, that's disgusting.
0: You know what, man? You're fucking gross, but in a good way. You know? <laughs> I, okay, fine. I'll take it. I mean, I mean, I, I, I feel like in some in cases, some people can be like that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Who
1: knows? Who knows?
0: Who knows? All right. So we've talked about a lot of the weird shit that happened in this absolutely. movie. We really didn't break it down step by step because this movie didn't need that. No. There is, if you've ever watched The Toxic Avenger, you know how batshit crazy this fucking movie is. So I'm going to go and we're going to start by asking a couple final questions here. My first one being, who do you think was the weirdest fucking character outside of, of course, The Toxic Avenger himself? Yes,
1: absolutely. The weirdest character? Um...
0: Putting you on the spot here. You want me to tell you mine first, so I um, can give you a, f- a couple I, seconds. I, I
1: think I have my
0: choice. But okay, go ahead. okay, okay. Personally, mine would have been. Um, and we're just talking about weird characters throughout the movie. I thought the fat chef with the crossed eyes, the guy that reaches down his pants to pull out a thing of fucking oh, liquor to yeah, drink, that one was fucking disgusting. He was he was he was disgusting, a little bit weird. I thought he was my favorite weird character in the movie. He's just so fucking. Go ahead, yours. Um
1: I think mine was when uh blonde chick goes into the sauna and just starts fucking masturbating to the photos. That was your favorite That was the weirdest Of course, oh. your
0: your weird your favorite weird person has to be the girl with the TNA.
1: I don't know, that's weird to me. <laughs> Yeah, I think the I think the situation was just weird. I don't know. Knowing if was what a was on the
0: Polaroids that she was masturbating to, it just ruined the tits in the, in the I, scene. It just I did. Think, I think
1: I think it was just the scene that kind of was just like, okay, that's weird. I, but honestly, I do think it was the um, <laughs> the the two
0: faced looking guy
1: with just
0: ah, uh, as <laughs> he's being thrown. Leroy, Cat- uh, Patrick <laughs> Kilpatrick. Uh, He's what fantastic, though. He was so weird. And he actually came back later on in the movie, if you saw him for two seconds. Later on in the movie, no makeup on, but he was part of that scene where Cigar Face came back all taped up. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I he remember. was one of the guys holding the gun. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think... I think he just had a gun. I don't think he had a shotgun. At oh, that is night. that not him? No, it's the same same guy but i think he was playing a different character oh uh, yeah like without the makeup different henchman the figure no i
1: i thought it was the one with the sunglasses and the um
0: and the shotgun as well no he had no makeup on nothing on no he was just cat patrick kill patrick is cat patrick kill patrick trying to kill the toxic avenger which apparently the way out of a scene where you're, you've are you got six guys all pointing guns at you is to do the Superman jump up to the next level and then flip them all off after they've shot themselves. So <laughs> this was like assisted suicide is all that was. All right. What do you think was the worst scene in the movie? Of all of the scenes that you watched in that movie, what do you say, what do you think came off as the worst scene?
1: The restaurant scene.
0: Absolutely. The restaurant scene i'd say that was the most uncomfortable to watch i definitely feel like that was the most uncomfortable to watch however i'd say the worst scene like the one scene that i could have cut out that i really felt didn't need to be in there at all uh well give me a reasoning give me a reason well because there during during the fights or the fight um well i guess there ta- were fights there were three different ones oh yeah true
1: there there were like three or four moments where they had they stopped to to like land their kicks their punches and stuff and i'm like what are you doing
0: do you think the big dude in the toxic avenger costume like was choreographing a lot of this stuff like i think they had to stop like every I, once in a while i think it was
1: just bugging me i think it was just bugging me <laughs>
0: I think that the worst scene that I felt was the uh the pimp that was trying to pimp out the twelve year old girl that he had picked up for the David oh, yeah, Bowie that concert. Was douchey. That was absolutely it was douchey. not that it was douchey, I just think it was unnecessary. I think that you could have eliminated the whole pimp and the twelve year old thing and just had these guys pile out of the limo as thugs that belong to like one of the two groups that he had just decimated. You know, he's pissing toxic waste all over the wall. You didn't need to have The pimp and the 12-year-old prostitute. It just wasn't necessary. It was just one more bit of offensive that a lot of their other offensive stuff I kind of felt guilty about laughing at. Don't get me wrong. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: There was no laughs in that scene at all. Nothing to laugh about. Mm -mm. So it was like offensive material for the sake of having offensive material with no humor at all. And if you're going to go hard and go offensive, at least make sure there's a little bit of humor to it. I like the the twelve guys piling out of the car. It, it looked like a, you know, a clown car limo with with little, little pimps all in a row trying to beat him up. It didn't work.
1: <laughs> I will I will add one weird ass thing though. Okay. That, that's all weird. What the fuck? It's all weird. Um, that one scene where the Toxic Avenger is like shoving eggs down his face, or down his gullet. Um
0: shortly after his girlfriend cooked him several hundred eggs with the shells still attached mm-hmm. they
1: to to me, I don't know what it was, but it kind of just looked like candy, kind of like gummy
0: it like, kind of looked like gummies yeah I, it was the way that he was eating them. It didn't really look like it looked really uh rubbery, yeah, it's like they it, might it, have been like uh so disgusting you know like those like gummy crabby patties that they sell in the oh, stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God, that's exactly Fucking what it looked like. Things. I absolutely agree. All right, and uh, last but not least, of all of the characters in this film, outside of Patrick Kilpatrick, who actually made a career. I think I know what you're going uh, to ask. Who do you think should have had a longer career out of all of them? Like, who was a believable actor out of all of them? That's a tough one.
1: <laughs> that is a bit of a tough That's one. That's
0: a tough one, yes. It, 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 well, considering a lot of it was just really, really, really... Dumb and really I think, bad.
1: I think Bozo did, did a better job than, um, honest than
0: um than Slug. Yeah, <laughs> Bozo was definitely better than Slug. He was, but he was like way over the top. Like that series, like he, he was ah! he was way way too overdramatic.
1: But he did. But I think there was like one or two moments where he he was just the right amount of overdramatic.
0: He uh, you're not gonna get this at all. But anybody that might be listening to this, he gave me. Like, old school Robert Downey Jr. trying to channel Bobcat Goldthwait from the Police Academy movies. And if you, I'm not sure if you know, have you watched the Police Academy movies? It
1: sounds familiar.
0: There is a character. Bobcat Goldthwait had a big career in the 80s. And has since become a a director. That movie that I recommended to you earlier, God Bless America, the one episode that we tried to do scripted and we all sounded like fucking zombies. He was the guy that directed that film. He also directed oh, really? one of um, uh, Robin Williams' final movies, which is, I believe, World's Greatest Dad, if I'm not mistaken. Hey yo! And there. Bobcat Goldthwait, the the voice on him. And I will play you something after we're done here because I cannot legitimately play it while we are on here because, in all honesty, if we ever fucking hit it big, I don't want there to be a single thing buried within our work that somebody can go, Hey, this is cease and desist order. You need to remove that episode. You used Bobcat Goldthwait's voice without his fucking permission, and he is pissed, (laughs) you know? I don't want that. I don't want that shit not getting sued. So I'll just say his name seven thousand times, and I'll show you an audio clip after we're done. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I felt about him. He had this manic quality, but he also kind of felt like one of the old douchey jock things that Robert, uh, Robert Downey Jr. had done in he some did. of the old '80s films.
1: He did give off uh, a high school jock kind of vibe, and I was just like, "Well, that's the jock that's gonna die."
0: Right. Well, you, have you seen any old Robert Downey Jr. movies? Uh Johnny B. Good, Less Than Zero. Uh, he was in um, Weird Science. Uh,
1: um, I think I watched Weird Science as a
0: kid. Uh, Weird Science. He well he was one of like the the bad guys basically. He was the the uh, pair oh, that of was douchey him? jocks. So he was like one of the two douchey jocks from the high school that used to pick on Wyatt and uh, everything. So I think he they poured a slushy on him from the balcony at the mall and everything. It was just he was a douche, and that's kind of the vibe that I get from from uh, Bozo's character. Uh, <clears throat> ooh, I might be losing my voice a little bit here. You hear me ah, I'm getting a little raspy, and I'm I'm starting to get that. <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're becoming Beetlejuice. Uh, I, I was actually going for Sling Blade there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to be the initial, huh? come on you, anyway you gotta help me out here no i uh, beetlejuice works too i i prefer michael keaton over over uh billy bob thornton any day if i'm honest <laughs> i billy bob i i don't i don't know where he's been or what he's been doing but uh he had some great stuff and then all of yeah. a sudden him and angelina were over and he's like bye billy bye he he, he he fluttered away. School, School for Scoundrels was a great film. Mr. Woodcock, that was a good film. Oh, I think I watched that. Both, very good. I believe they both had him in it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Um, we might have to do School for Scoundrels for this thing, the weird fucking movies. Because oh, that, that was kind of weird. <laughs> There's a lot of comedies that are weird, too. But uh, any closing thoughts on the movie before we, uh well, fuck off for the night? Um, <laughs> Honestly... very 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 bad movie bad (laughs) bad did you call this bad
1: in a good way okay (laughs) (laughs) that's like you're
0: disgusting but in
1: a good way don't worry about it (laughs) no we're going back to this this disgusting
0: (laughs) i told you i've watched this movie six or seven times the other times that i watched it was under my own accord i watched this a few times because it's one of those films like it reminds you that anybody, anybody can make a fucking movie. There's a lot of films that remind you of that. And mind you, you don't have to like it. You can say you hate it. It's fine. I like it. <laughs> you don't have to like the shit that I like. I subjected you to it as the first time, first trauma movie. So we broke your trauma cherry. We're good. Oh, What? What? <laughs> that, that. <laughs> what? Right. What did I say? Uh, nothing. I didn't <laughs> say anything.
1: Don't worry about it, my friend.
0: <laughs> well, <it's> okay. I'm- <laughs> That's the part that offended you a little bit. Just, I saw that look <laughs> no, on your it's face. it's not that it offended me. <laughs> okay. No, pop the, the trauma cherry. <laughs> okay, we're just pop popping the trauma cherry here, uh, and prop the best way possible because I'll, I'll be. It's the toxic avenger. Trust me, it's only downhill from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All downhill. I, I I will show you some other movies. We're gonna this this is the weird Wednesday shit you're gonna get to see. Class of Nukem High. Whew. Ooh. Okay, you're gonna get to see stuff like the Troma War. You're gonna get to see Terror Firmer. Stuff that they were known for in the 80s and 90s, and it was just whew. That's the only That's the only thought. You can't make words when you think of some of these films. It's just that exhale, that whew. Wow, <laughs> what the fuck was that? You will never watch a Troma movie without thinking what the fuck was that? You will not watch Poultry Geist without thinking, what the fuck was that? You're not going to watch a movie called Attack of the Killer Condom without going, what the fuck was that? Yep. See? <laughs> the, See? The, the name alone. <laughs> the next film I'm going to subject you to from here, though, is going to be Matt Stone and Trey Parker's Cannibal the Musical. So next Wednesday, oh, when you yes. join us for this BS, this wonderful, weird fucking Wednesday shit that we do, it's going to be Cannibal the Musical. All right. And this time, I'll let you watch it first. I'm not going to make you sit beside me and watch it. I'll, I'll find a way to get it to you. We'll sit down and we will make sure that you get to watch the film so you're not just thrown right into the ringer. You'll have a little bit of time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Matt, You know who Matt Stone and Trey Parker are, right? Come I on. believe so. who who are are they come on i'm putting you on the spot come on (laughs) they are okay i'm I'm just gonna tell you so you don't have (laughs) to think about it yeah
1: i'm I'm, i
0: suddenly just got brain for they are the creators of south park
1: i fucking knew
0: they do most of the voices in south park of course you could also fall back on like orgasmo and basketball those were two of their films as well also Weird as fucking shit. Considering
1: I was watching South Park a little bit on TikTok.
0: Right. So that's... This is their trauma movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the guys with the sensibilities that brought you South Park doing a trauma movie. You've seen what trauma can do.
1: I've seen a good a good chunk.
0: Right. When you watch this shit, you're just going to... Forget what the fuck. You're just going to be like... I quit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming. We'll see. <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna quit. We'll
0: we'll ass- we'll see. We'll see. It'll give you a little extra time. Thank you, on behalf of myself and Skake Fog
1: and the second <laughs> Yes. What are
0: you? What was that? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. You, you're like all giggles and everything. You're having trouble moving... The, I have that trouble, too, with the tongue and I, everything.
1: I, let's just say I'm a giggly bitch.
0: You are a giggly bitch. I'll give you that. I, I will give you that. Okay. I'm a so
1: giggly a big, a bitch.
0: On behalf of myself and Skig, thank you for listening to us. You can find us literally anywhere that podcasts are released, with the exception of a few stingy motherfuckers that still won't put us out there because we got to pay, right? Why am I going to pay you to put my podcast out? fuck you everybody else takes it for free you guys can bite me i don't give a shit about you all right you can also find us we are on facebook we are on twitter we are on instagram we are literally almost on any social media outlet even though i'll be honest with you i don't keep up with them as much as i should like i can't think of the last time that i put shit on instagram and on facebook and those are the big ones I do Twitter, too. And, and Pinterest, fuck that. I don't even know what anybody does with Pinterest anymore. That was a thing, right, at one point? Was it a I, thing? My
1: my Nana had me uh,
0: use it for a little while for, like, making purposes, but I never used it. We're on Tumblr as well, which is apparently as archaic as MySpace is to me at this point. MySpace still exists. How does that still exist? There is still, like, people on MySpace. I don't even know how that works anymore. I had a myspace page I don't know I don't know that I, 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 can I actually access heard it anymore. of myspace have you heard of Friendster nope Wow I'm old <laughs> I'm really old Wow okay uh Oh my god. We're gonna have to come up with a, a different sign off for this particular thing because our regular sign off is drink some water, you thirsty bitches. But that doesn't seem like it fits with Weird Stuff Wednesday. Like, if you're gonna drink water on Weird Stuff Wednesday, do it like those kids that think that they can drink fucking vodka with their assholes. Do it that way. What? What do you? What? What do you? Liquid death. Liquid death. <laughs> Liquid death with your asshole. What? What? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, hydrate yourself with liquid death. I guess don't don't beer bong seltzer water up your ass. Don't do it. That's just just don't beer bong seltzer water up your ass, please, please don't. Uh, let's just oh God, use sweating. your mouth, drink some water, and and stop listening to me. God love you. Good night.